0: Thank you for listening to the Life Church podcast. For more information, go to lifechurchofcolumbia.org. Steward it and live it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Glory to God. Y'all give it up. Give it up. <laughs> I just, uh, the other day, I had a birthday. I uh, I turned 24 again. <laughs> This is about the 15th time I done did that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I struggle with getting older, man, pretty much because of my, my gray hairs. I done had them for a long time. I, I pretty much got a full head of gray hair, and I done had it for probably about 15 years. I know y'all can't see it because I keep a... Let me show y'all what I keep on me every day. It's, it's called gray-away. Come on. <laughs> Look, I keep this gray wave on me all, every day, especially on days like this when it's raining. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for, real, for real, I'd be looking like Sandra K or something if I ain't had this gray wave. I, for, for, I got a whole head of gray wave. Man, whole head of gray. <laughs> Praise God. But now, when we was kids, they didn't have this kind of stuff. Uh, you get it at the dollar store, actually, about $5. Uh, when I was growing up, let me tell you one more, when I was growing up, you know, the kids, they had this thing where they colored their hair a lot, right? So look, if you couldn't afford, if you couldn't afford to go to the store and get the hair dye, which we kind of was poor, so we, my mama went finna spend no money to go get the hair dye for you to put hair uh, color in your hair. So what we did, you know what I'm saying, we we used to dye our hair with Kool-Aid. Y'all ever did that? <laughs> <laughs> anybody remember that? Come on, we, we used to color our hair with Kool-Aid back in the day when I was in elementary. But the bad thing about that, when you color your hair with Kool-Aid, the whole time you praying to God you don't start sweating. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, for real though, for real, you be in PE trying to hold your sweat back. Cause listen, <laughs> cause listen, for real, you start sweating. If you start sweating with this Kool-Aid in your head, you got stuff running all down your face. <laughs> you got somebody think you got your head bust. you got cherry Kool-Aid coming all down your face. <laughs> Y'all don't know about that, but y'all know about that, man. Back in the day, it was crazy. Thank God for, for money. Well, I, got, I got $5. Dollars. I go buy me some weight. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm doing big things now. Come on. <laughs> for real. Praise God. Glory to God. Sure. I thank him for everything. <laughs> oh, Praise God. The title of my uh, topic today is, What Do You Know? What Do You Know? Amen. Uh, Do you know that what, what you know determines the type of life that you live? Come on. The amount of victory or success you have in life depends on what you know or what you don't know. Come on now. All of us experience, all of us can actually experience the same exact thing at the same time, and we will actually process it different, or that experience will affect us different based on what we know. Come on now, based on what we don't know. Amen? So, one of the biggest lies they ever told you was, man, what you don't know ain't going to hurt you. Come on. That's one of the biggest lies we've ever told, because honestly, what you don't know going to hurt. Amen? Praise God. So, we're going to start off. We're going to go to Isaiah 5, and I believe it's 12. You got me? Okay. Thank you. I don't know if I can see that or not. Let me, let me, (laughs) that ain't got nothing to do with that old age. I can tell you that. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) All righty. It says, praise God. It says, woe unto them that rise up early in the morning that they may follow strong drink that continue until night till wine inflame them. And the harp and the vial and the tabret and pipe and wine are, their, are in their feast. But check this out right here. It says, but they regard not the work of the Lord, neither consider the pre- uh, operation of his hands. Come on. Therefore, my people are gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. Come on. And their honorable men are famished and their multitude dried up with thirst. I'm just going to dissect this scripture. Y'all know how I do it. We're going to read and we're going to dissect and get what we can get out of it. But The main thing I want to focus on, it says that my people regard not the work of the Lord. Neither do they consider the operation of his hands. All right. To regard not means that they don't pay attention to or they don't observe the things of the Lord. Come on now. They're not observing. They don't pay attention to what's going on come on now she says neither do they consider the works of his operations neither consider means they don't inspect it they don't perceive it they don't observe and learn about the actions or God the works of God come on now they are unfamiliar with the things of God oh man come on now they are unfamiliar with the things of God praise God and since they don't pay attention to since they don't inspect since they don't learn about since they don't observe the things of God and what's going on they have no knowledge come on they have no knowledge they have no understanding come on now so it says they they don't they don't have a knowledge they don't have an understanding they don't they don't perceive they haven't grasped what's going on so as a result of not having any knowledge of the things of God, it says, my people are led into captivity. Come on now. Because of what they don't know. Because of what they don't know. Come on now. My people are led into captivity because of what they don't know. Captivity here actually means to denude. It means to be stripped of your covering. Come on. It means to be exposed. So because you have no knowledge of the things of God, you are exposed to the lies and attacks of the enemy. Come on now. Because you have no knowledge, you are unfamiliar with what's going on in your life, so you are been stripped of your covering. Your mind, you have no covering. You are exposed to the lies and the attacks of the enemy because of what you don't know. Come on now. So this actually tells me to have knowledge, to understand God and what's going on, It actually serves as a protective shield over my mind come on now when I know God and when I'm familiar with him and when I have a relationship with him that serves as a protective shield over my mind against the lies of the enemy come on now it is a protective shield because it says if I don't have knowledge then I'm uncovered I'm exposed so to have knowledge I have protection come on from the lies and the attacks of the enemy Amen? Praise God. Glory. We are just going to chill out. Hosea, I guess that's Hosea. Four and six. I was struggling. I didn't know if I could. Come on. It says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Come on. I want to focus on that point. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Gosh. What you don't know is going to hurt. Come on now. What you don't know going to hurt. Now check this out. Destroyed, one of them is to be cut down. Another meaning of destroyed here is to be silenced. To be silenced, to be quiet. So check this out. You are destroyed. So what that means, because you have no knowledge, no understanding, It says "destroy" means you are silenced, you are cut down. So when you have no knowledge and no understanding, when the enemy speaks to your mind, you are silent. You don't have nothing to reply with. Come on, man. You're dumb. You're quiet. All you can do is sit there and receive what he's saying as truth because you don't have a defense. Come on now. You don't have your defenses up to where you can reply with the truth. It says you have no knowledge. You have no understanding. You have no comprehension of what's going on. So you are silent. You're dumb. You're quiet. So the enemy tells you something. You suck it up. You believe it. You receive it as truth. Come on now. That's because you, that's, come on. What you don't know going to hurt. Come on now. Man. Praise God. So the enemy can say you are nothing. You ain't worth nothing. You don't retaliate. You ponder on it. You ain't, you ain't got your wall of defense up. You ain't blocking out all the lies. You letting it come in. Come on now. He can say anything he want to tell you. He can tell you, look, God don't love you. You're unworthy. You don't have no wall up. You don't have your defense up. You're not retaliating with the truth. You're sucking it in. It's beating you up. It's, cutting, it's beating you down. You see what I'm saying? He says they are destroyed. One of them was to be cut down. You're being cut down. You're being cut down. Come on. Because you don't have no knowledge, you have no understanding, you have no truth to retaliate with. Come on now. Praise God. we just going to chill today. John 8.32 John 8.32 says, and you shall know the truth, praise God, and the truth shall make you free. Come on now. So to know means you understand it, you perceive it, you are well acquainted with the truth. Come on now. You know it, you perceive it, you are well acquainted with the truth. So it says knowing the truth will make you free. What does that do? When I know the truth, it sets my mind free from the lies of the enemy. Come on now. When I know the truth, it makes me free from the lies of the enemy. You see what i'm saying so i could be the enemy could sow a seed in my mind and i can it hit me for a second but if i retaliate and i know the truth it, it immediately pushes that lie out so it that that my truth what i know is making me free it setting me free from the lies of the enemy come on now the truth shall set you free come on now and in, in, in john 14 and 6 check this out jesus said i am the way the truth and the life no man come to the Father but by me so Jesus is the truth that you should know come on now if you really know if you really know Jesus like you're supposed to if you really have been observing perceiving inspecting come on now investigating Jesus like we're supposed to then you won't be so exposed to the lies of the enemy Come on now. Jesus is the truth that's going to set you free. The knowledge of him, the knowledge of self is the truth. But you have to inspect it. You have to investigate. You have to observe. You have to be familiar with Jesus. You have to be acquainted with him. Come on now. Praise God. Glory to you. See, when you know Jesus and you know the truth, when you know the truth, it's easy to recognize a lie. You see what I'm saying? It's easy to recognize a lie. When I know the truth about who I am, who I am in Christ, when the enemy comes to sow a seed or try to tell me something otherwise, I recognize it immediately. I recognize it immediately because I know the truth. So it's nothing for me to recognize a lie and block that out. But when you're not familiar with the truth and you don't recognize a lie, then you believe it as yourself. You embrace it. You are embracing the lie. And the enemy telling you all kind of stuff. He's beating you up. Come on now, telling you all kind of lies and you sucking it up. Come on now. Let's go ahead and continue. Let's look at this situation. Go ahead and continue on down. What we got, seven right there? If you had known me, you would have known my father also. And from now on, you, come on, you know him and have seen me. Okay, to know me means to understand again, to perceive, to be acquainted with. And it says, Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. Meaning, show me a Father, and I'll be satisfied. I'll be content with that. If you, if you expose him, show us means to, to make it visible, to show me, expose it to my eyes. I need to see it for myself. He says, and it'll be sufficient for me. And then Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? Man, come on now. Have I been with you so long and you have not known me, Philip? Check this out. Philip, Jesus is the Word of God. Jesus is the presence of God. All right? Philip had been in the presence of God. Philip had been hearing the Word of God for a long time. But he still didn't know. Come on now. Come on now. He didn't know. He had been in his presence, and he had been hearing his words and his teachings. But he, would, he didn't, whatever happened, he wasn't investigating. He wasn't inspecting. He wasn't observing. He wasn't having a personal relationship with him because he didn't know. And Jesus said, man, have I been with you for this long? Come on. You can go to church year after year, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday night, Year after year you can hear the word priest, you can feel the presence of God and you still cannot know. Come on now. You, come on now because you ain't investigating. Come on now. You ain't you ain't inspecting. Come on now. Let's go on to uh, what it says. What he says. He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say show me show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? Look what he's saying here. How can you say it, show us the fathers. He's like, man, well, how can that be so? How can I be with you for this long? You come to church, you're hearing the word, you feeling the presence, year after year, year after year, year after year. How is it so that how can you say that, show me the Father? How do you not know? You see what I'm saying? How is it that you don't know? And Jesus actually answered him, but he answered him with a question. He says do you not believe that i am in the father and the father in me so what that means is do you not believe that jesus the word me and the father are one right do you not believe that me and the father are one so look i can be up here preaching telling you something i'm giving a word right now i'm speaking god's word right now right do you not believe that the word that i'm speaking is one with the father Come on now, do you not believe that the word that I share with you today is one with the Father? huh? But to, to, to believe, to believe is to be confidence in, to be persuaded of. Come on now, come on now. so, so I can see here, I can sit here Sunday after Sunday and give you a word of God. tell you you're more than a conqueror. I can tell you, I can tell you how great you are. I can tell you that you're loved by God, but for, apparently we're not believing it. Come on now. Why? Why? Because I can tell you you're more than the conqueror and in your mind you're defeated. I can tell you you're loved by God and in your mind you're feeling unworthy. Come on now. So what is it? What is it? Do you not believe that we are one? Are you not persuaded of the information? Come on now. Come on now. He says it has to be something. You not believe that the word of God. You're not fully persuaded that this comes directly from the father. Why? Because you don't have a personal relationship. You don't have a personal relationship. God, see, to have a personal relationship, when I share a word, then you go home and you experience it, and you have a relationship with God, and he confirms the words that I tell you. You see what I'm saying? So that's that's a whole nother level. I can sit here and say, Scott, you love by God. That don't mean much to you. Even though it's from the word of God, it should mean a lot. You see what I'm saying? But if you're in a situation, and you're praying, and you, you're feeling bad, and you're praying, and you're talking to God, and he says, I love you. They hit on a whole nother level. You see what I'm saying? Because you got a personal relationship. You understand you you are familiar with God. It's a whole nother level now. You see what I'm saying? So apparently Philip was hearing the words, but he never had that personal relationship behind the scene. Come on now. So that's how. That's how you can come to church every sunday and every wednesday come on now that's how and that's how you can hear the word of god and not fully be persuaded because you don't have that intimate relationship where god tells you baby i love you regardless that you messed up you see what i'm saying because what happens is we'll come to church we'll be them blew blue and messed up and we feeling all unworthy and we're telling them look you're not condemned god has forgiven you it don't mean nothing to you you still it ain't changing your mindset you're still feeling bad come on now even though I'm preaching the word of God, I'm telling you what the father said is from the spirit, but it ain't resonating with you. It ain't registering. Why? Because you don't have that personal relationship to back it up. You see what I'm saying? I can tell you, you're you not taking this as absolute. So when you don't have a personal relationship to back it up to where you can say, okay, I done blew it this week. I done messed up. Go talk to my father. he tell you, oh, son, it's all good. Look, I love you. Look, you know what I'm saying? That's a personal relationship. Come on now. Because you don't have it. You don't know. And when you don't have that personal relationship, you are exposed to the lies of the enemy. So now you're feeling beat up, beat down, condemned over something that God ain't even tripping on. Come on now. Come on now. You the only one tripping on it. Come on now. You the only one tripping on it because you don't know. You don't have that personal relationship to tell you, look, it really ain't as bad as you think. Come on now. I love you in spite of your, you know what I'm saying? In spite of your mess ups. But you don't think think he do. You assume he don't because you don't know. That's what happened when, well, come on now, when, when you don't know, you start assuming, man. You know? I ain't worthy to be up in the presence of God. Who, who said you assuming that? Come on now. You don't know. You have to have a personal relationship. He said, man, Philip was up in there for years and years. He said, man, how you don't know? <laughs> how you don't know? But then he told him. You, you don't believe we are one. The words that I'm speaking, the spirit. He said, when you see me when I'm up here, it's coming from the Father. You see what I'm saying? Come on now. Praise God. Glory to you. Thank you, Lord. Man, praise God. I done ran through some stuff. <laughs> oh, uh, praise God. Mm-mm-mm. You don't hear him personally. You have to hear him personally. Praise God. You're distracted. Mm. Man. I come to church, I got a heart for God. I got to have a heart for God. I'm showing up, man. It's raining outside. You know what I'm saying? I show up, I got a heart for God. You love God. You know what I'm saying? I hear him. I come to church every Wednesday, every Sunday. Why isn't it registering? I'm distracted. I'm distracted. I ain't focused on it. Scripture says, let thy eye be single. That means let God be your single priority. Come on, man. Let God be your main focus. Come on now. If if God is my main focus, if God is my single priority, my relationship with God, I can't help but to get to know him. You see what I'm saying? But if he is not, if my eyes are not focused on him, if he is not my priority, then I'm so distracted by all these other things that's going on in my life. I never get to have a relationship. You know what I'm saying? I never get to have a relationship. Psalms 46 and 10. So 46 cents say be still and know that I am God. Come on now. He says you gotta be still. Be still actually means to relax. Withdraw. Come on. Man, just chill out for a minute from all your business and know and know that I am God. He says, by experience, by learning, by recognize, by becoming acquainted with me personally. Come on now. Sometimes you gotta just chill out. <laughs> Come on now. Get away from all that busyness. Get away from all that distractions and develop your personal relationship. You see what I'm saying? Because it's your protection. You see what I'm saying? I have to develop me a relationship or, I, 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 OK, you wondering why. Why am I beat up all the time? Why am I depressed? Why am I happy? Why? I'm, you see what I'm saying? What's going on? all oh, my mind, my mind all jacked up, all the enemy getting the bad getting over on me today. You see what I'm saying? Why? Because you have no protection. You have no protection, so you have to be still, pull away from all your business, and develop a personal relationship with the Father so he can protect, so the truth will protect you from the lies. Come on now. Come on now. It's based on what you know. So when you know God, and you know the things of God and how he works from your personal relationship, you start to approach life from a whole different perspective. Come on now. You're approaching life from a whole different perspective. You can see God in every situation it's about what you know what you know let's go on to some people about approaching life let's go on to uh praise God we just chilling right let's go to Romans 28 Romans 8 I'm sorry Romans 8. Hmm. I say when you know God look when you know God you can perceive him in all things when you have a relationship when you have a relationship with God you experiencing him, you can see where he's working because you're talking to him. He letting you know. He letting you know what's going on in your situation. You see what I'm saying? You observing, you investigating. You have a relationship with God. He's telling you every encounter. He's speaking to you, letting you know what's going on. Check out there what they said. They said, "And we what? They know. They know that all things work together for good to those who love God." Meaning they have discovered this. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? This ain't nothing that somebody just told them. You see what I'm saying? They, come on now, and we know that all things work together. That came from a personal relationship. You see what I'm saying? That came from, okay, let me, let me, you see what I'm saying? I'm investigating, I'm inspecting, I'm going through a situation. All things is everything that's going on, everything on my journey, everything that I experience, every person I come in contact with. He says all things working together for my good. He says, and we know that. The only way I can know that is I have to be, come on, I have to be observant. I have to discover that. You see what I'm saying? So in order for me to know that I have a relationship with God and when I'm going through something, he's showing me how it's benefiting me. Come on now, he's showing me, look, he's showing me how it benefits me. So me and you can have an experience. Say me and Kobe, we get into it. All right? He upset me. I'm mad. But instead of getting mad, if I got a relationship with God, i sit back and say, talk to me, what's going on? He'll actually teach me and expose some things of me. Man, look, you need you need some more long suffering. Come on now, you need to be more patient. You see what I'm saying? You need you need some more love. So he's so now I now, now now even though I'm upset and I and I hate that me and him and I don't like the fact that me and him had that conflict, but when I step back I can see Man, that conflict actually actually is benefiting me. You see what I'm saying? But uh, come on now, come on now, come on now. But if I'm not aware that me and his relationship was meant to be beneficial, then I'll be mad at him like, look, I ain't messing with Kobe no more. Come on now. I ain't messing with Kobe no more. I'm going to pack up and go to another church. You feel me? Come on now, because I'm not aware that as a body of Christ we are coming, we, are, we each are supplying one another. So if something can go on between me and you, but you don't, if you don't recognize that it's for the good, come on now, you never pay attention to it. So you're more focused on the problem than the good that's coming from the problem. Come on now, that's why we don't learn and mature and grow. If we're not paying attention to all the things, all the experiences that's going on around us. If you pay attention to it, there's great jewels in it. Come on now. Come on now, listen, Listen. You can, get in, you can get in a fight with your spouse, come on now, and, and instead of just bickering and fighting and saying, well, she tripping today, come sit on. back and analyze the situation and it's going to teach you something. And then listen, come on now, let me tell you, because you approach life from a different perspective when you know, yeah. but you got to, come on now, you know what's going on. You're not unfamiliar with the things of God, you know what he's doing in your life. Come on now you know what he's doing so you know like i said again this is a body it's meant for us to rub shoulders it's meant for you to expose some darkness in me it's meant for you to rub you the wrong way come on now why so you can grow come on now but see look we we want everything we want all things to be good things no all things working together for the good ain't all huggy dory things you see what I'm saying? Come on now. Some of, that, some of that that's working for your good is the fact that I upset you today. It's the fact that I, come on now. So on now. Because, listen, he says all things working because whom he, what? Those who love for those who he called according to his purpose. Let's go to 29. For whom he foreknew he also predestinated to be conformed to the image of his son. So you got to understand that the whole process is for you to be conformed to the image of his son come on, come on now you have to approach life with the goal in mind yeah. what is the goal well i'm right here i got to be conforming to the image of his son come on now holiness his character his way of thinking his way of talking so i'm over here Man, my attitude kind of nasty right now. You feel me? I got some bad ways. I'm impatient. I get upset a lot. You see what I'm saying? But, But the whole thing is from here, God has a plan to get me to there. Okay, so now I have all these kind of experiences as I walk my way from here to there. I'm going to bump heads. It's going to expose anything that is not of God. Any darkness is going to get exposed. And it's not, it's not getting exposed for me to feel bad about and for me to feel ashamed of myself. Come on now. It's being exposed for me to deal with this stuff because if it's not of God, he wants to get it, cut it off. You see what I'm saying? So if I know what's going on, I'm analyzing my experiences. And when I, when I flip out, when I snap, I don't be like, oh, come on, oh, you shouldn't have did that. No, I recognize what's going on. I recognize God showing me, look, that's not like Christ, so we need to get this onto the cross. Come on now. Come on now. So, so so, so, now I am able to mature and grow at a rapid pace because I have so many experiences that are designed to aid me, to get me to here. Come on now. I have so many experiences that's designed to get me. Come on, man. But if you don't, if you don't know, you're going through life all upset. Everything upsetting you? Why I'm getting upset? Why this and that? You don't know. You don't understand what's going on. You are familiar, so what? You being destroyed? Come on, man. The enemy is cutting you down every day because you are unaware. You unaware of the things of God. Come on, man. You unaware. You unaware of the things of God, man. So everything beating you up. You got a problem at home with your old man? He tripping? Well, okay. Maybe you need some long suffering. Come on, you have flipped out. But it's his fault. No, it ain't his fault. God might be using that to show you something. Your goal is to be like Christ. So now you put yourself up. Okay, did I respond like Christ? Am I talking like Christ? Am I being patient like Christ? Am I loving like Christ? Come on, don't look at him. Look at what God is doing. You see what I'm saying? Come on now. Come on, man. Man, praise God. What, what, in the situation you're saying, what kind of character is God trying to develop? What attribute? You see what I'm saying? What is, what is he trying to develop? Praise God, I am flowing today. (laughs) Praise God. Man, check this out. Romans 5 and 3. Man, it's crazy. Glory. Hmm. And not only that but we also glory in tribulations. who, who, who says something like that? <laughs> oh, are you, are you serious right now? That's how I'm, are you serious right now? You gonna glory in tribulations? We gonna boast, we gonna rejoice? We gonna have joy in the in midst of all this pressure, and amidst midst of all this burden, and amidst midst of all this stress? Come on now, we gonna be both, we gonna be happy about it? Come on now, the only way I can be happy about it if I know some stuff. What it say? It say knowing that. <laughs> The only way I can, the only way I can be joyful in this moment that I'm in right now, I gotta be completely aware of what's going on right now. Come on now, I gotta have a relationship. See, when God is, when my eye is single, then my focus on becoming like Christ. I ain't focused on nothing else. I'm focused on my goal. You see what I'm saying? So, so every situation, I ain't, I ain't worried about the situation. I'm worried about what God is doing in my life right now. Come on now, he says, he says, knowing and and not only that, but we glory in tribulations. Knowing that, come on now, they well aware that these tribulations produces perseverance, perseverance, character, character, hope. All that's for your benefit. All that's for your good, huh? Oh, it's gonna be good to be like Christ. You see what I'm saying? It's good to be like Christ. It's working together for your good. But you gotta know something. If you don't know it, what you don't know gonna hurt. You stressed out every day. Come on now, you not you not getting the nuggets. You going through trials you're going through so many trials and not even getting the jewels out of it it ain't no joy in that come on now but it is a great joy when i'm going through hell and i'm sitting back like oh man god you know what i'm saying i'm writing down what he didn't show me i'm writing down what he didn't told me man okay so he tell me come on look look at this teach that i'm right I, I, you know what i'm saying so now i'm going through something but i'm learning so much i'm like man this is good You see what I'm saying? Now that situation ain't really all that bad because it's only a tool to help me. I'm trying to be like Christ. So all things are working together for my good. Come on, man. You got to pay attention. Are you familiar? Are you familiar with the things of God? Are you just living your life? Come on. He's always working. He's always working. He's always involved. Praise God. James 1 and 2. I'm just going to hit it. We ain't got much longer, y'all. Man, James 1 and 2, my brethren, (laughs) count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Man, what? Various trials, you talking about I got more than one little situation going on? (laughs) Man, I mean, I'm surrounded by stuff going on in my life, man. You talking about count it all, this a joyous occasion? I know, I'm in a tough spot right now. Come on now. (laughs) Come on now, that that sounds crazy. You don't tell nobody. You don't tell nobody nothing. Like you can't get nobody no scripture like that unless they know something. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on, man. It say what it say. Knowing that. Oh man, that word know is good. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. So I'm going through all this stuff. It takes somebody mature to to be able to tell somebody that. Yes, Come on now. You have to be familiar with what's going on in your life. Just don't be living life with your head in the clouds. Come on, Come on now. Be aware. what's going on because what I've got a relationship with God you know what I'm saying I know my goal my goal is to become like Christ and I know that all things are working together for my good so if I know all things are working together for my good I'm paying attention I'm observing come on now I'm paying close attention to what's going on because I know it's something in here that's for a jewel that's gonna make me like Christ you see what I'm saying I know I know So if I don't pay attention, if I don't grab the jewels, then I keep revisiting the same stuff. That's why you keep going in circles. Man, I thought I was over this right now. You're not over You didn't learn nothing. You still, come on, man. You keep revisiting the same experience and keep, oh, man, I thought I got rid of that bad temper. No, you didn't. It came to the light, and you tried to hide it from people. Come on now. You see what I'm saying? Oh man, I ain't going to let them see no I got this darkness. It's okay. It's okay for darkness to be exposed. It's okay. It's okay for you to recognize, man, I got a lot of ways that I need to get right. You see what I'm saying? Cuz you got to get to over there. Come on now. It's okay. It's okay to say, "Man, I'm jacked up, man. I need some help." You see what I'm saying? When that darkness get exposed, boom, that should be a light. Man, I tripped out on that. I was very impatient. Boom. Get a revelation from God. Deal with that. You see what I'm saying? Put that truth, put that truth in you. Then you move on to the next step. Man, I'm steady growing. It's so man, you grow so fast when you observe everything. You see what I'm saying? But if you don't know, man, your life could be miserable. It's the husband' fault <laughs> when you don't know. When you don't know that that you know, I ain't gonna call no name. When you don't know, so and so is in your life, and, and he might be jacked up. But that could be the biggest blessing to you, man. The more. <laughs> The more issues he got, come on now, gives you the opportunity to grow the most. Come on now. You got rapid growth messing with this knucklehead. <laughs> man, I got rapid growth dealing with him. I'm, I'm, I'm learning something every day. Come on. <laughs> I'm learning something every day, man, dealing with him. Then you start thinking. You start, when you start becoming like Christ, you start being able, you start being able to deal with it. You come on now, because you still got to get to the moment. So OK, I'm in peace. I mean like, come on, you walk you 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 being molded to like Christ. So now that little situation you just chillin'. Cause you done matured so much. You done matured so much, you done matured so much, now nah, the dude can flip out and ain't even it don't even bother you. You just chill at rest, you still at peace, it don't bother you. Cause you done learn, you been everything in you that wasn't of Christ has been exposed. You done dealt with that, you got the revelation, and now I'm on a whole nother level. You see what I'm saying? come on man but you got to be familiar be familiar with what's going on don't just be living life with your head in the cloud come on man not growing praise god glory so like i said you can have joy in the midst of the storm knowing that because of the storm i'm gonna be better come on man i see that be putting on Facebook. they said what they say uh, mountaintops but can never teach you a rock-bottom wheel come on man that rock bottom that's what made me you know what I'm saying come on rock bottom is what made me uh, going through the rough going through the rugged experiencing God leaning on him during the tough times him showing up being faithful man that's what made me that's what created my relationship that's what gave me the faith I got because I didn't been through some stuff I didn't experience some stuff rock bottom you know what I'm saying? I ain't mad about it. I'm, hey, I ain't tripping on my past. My past is what made me. Right. Come on now. What if I always did everything right? Come on now. You ain't got no substance. You, you know? Come on. Right. Come on, man. Get something, get something that can create a relationship. It's okay to go through a tough time. I'm with the Father. It's all right I'm in this fire. Man, the Father in here with me. Right. Come on, man. But you, are, you don't want to be patient. They say patient. You don't want to be patient. We want to bail out. Come on. You want to bail out before before it works. So you got to let it work. But it ain't working if you ain't observing and learning. It's just, it's just, it's just agony. It's hell. there it ain't, it ain't no work that this. I'm tired of being in this situation. You see what I'm saying? You ready to bail out. Learn something. Grow from it. Maybe when you learn something, grow from it, you'll get out of that situation. <laughs> you learn something. I got to keep putting you in this because you ain't getting it. <laughs> Then he said, look, knucklehead he back over there to you again. Go push your buttons. <laughs> she ain't learned the last time. <laughs> I'm picking on somebody. I don't know who. <laughs> so, so look, what I know determines how I respond, right? What I know determines how a situation or circumstance affects me. It don't matter what situation it is. It's all about what I know, how it affects me. It can be the worst thing. If I know what, if I got a revelation for God on that level, I can be at peace during that storm you see what I'm saying it don't matter what the situation is it's based on what I know you see what I'm saying if I don't know a lot everything beat me down if I don't know I don't have no relationship with God I'm unfamiliar with what he's doing come on now it's all about a relationship you got to get your personal relationship you got to be intimate with God yourself I can sit up here and tell you this all day teach you all this good word it don't mean nothing if you don't Go spend quality time with the Father and have your own personal relationship. It's a defense for you. You see what I'm saying? Come on now. It's a defense. Praise God. Like I said again, me and you, all of us actually, I ain't got much longer. We can actually experience the same exact thing right now. Just say me and Josh. Man, I come pick Josh up. We go wild out. You see what I'm saying? We kicking it. We chilling. We wilding out. We blow it. We mess up. I mean, we, 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 we disobey. We just out here acting up. You see what I'm saying? We had one of them nights. Me and Josh leave the situation. Josh, he might be like, man, oh, Lord, I blew it. I done messed up. Feeling depressed, feeling condemned. You see what I'm saying? me and him did the same exact thing man man i messed up i blew it and me on the other side i'd be like lord what is you showing me what i need to see you see what i'm saying he started exposing stuff to me so the fact that i blew it not not giving y'all a license to sin just to go learn don't say i'm finna go sin to go i ain't teaching y'all that come on now i ain't telling you go mess up so you can learn something what i'm trying to say is your perspective your relationship come on now I wake up, and, and, and instead of feeling condemned, I talk to the father about it, he, he wraps his arms around me. But that, person, but that person that don't run to the father, he's going to feel condemned. He's going to be depressed. That's going to keep him away from church. He don't feel like he's worthy enough to be loved. He don't want, you see what I'm saying? Like the prodigal son, he says, I'm unworthy to be a son. You see what I'm saying? So you start feeling depressed and beat down when the father ain't even looking at all this stuff, but you don't know it unless you got a relationship with him. You see what I'm saying? So I can bounce back quick from a fall because I know my father telling me, man, I love you. And he's educating me on it. we growing together. You see what I'm saying? He tells me how he feel. He teaches me what I need to know. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. I'm, about to, I'm about to close it up, actually. I don't know if somebody needs to play or what, but uh, <laughs> uh, I'm just going to close it up. Uh, Proverbs 4 and 7. Said wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And then all you're getting. Better get some understanding. <laughs> Man, you getting all this word. Come Man, you better get some understanding of that word. <laughs> you about to get some knowledge of that word. You about come on, you about to get familiar. You about to get a relationship so we can tell you about it. You know what I'm saying? Look, the Passion Translation says, um, wisdom, most, "Wisdom is the most valuable commodity, so buy it. Revelation knowledge is what you need, so invest in it. <laughs> come on, man. come on, man! You got to invest. You wonder why 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 ain't growing? Why ain't on the level? They on this high level? Why ain't getting on that level? You ain't investing. Come on now, you got to invest. Praise God." Glory to God. So look, in summary, that's, that's my closing. But look, what God is trying to do here is, is trying to make us familiar. He says, you're, you're being destroyed for your lack of knowledge. You're being silenced. You're allowing the enemy to beat you up for your lack of knowledge when you should be responding with truth. Come on now. You should have a defense. You should have a protective shield on you based on what you know. I'm not going to sit here and just take up a lie. See what I'm saying? So God is trying to encourage us to you must, you must have your own personal relationship you must be acquainted with the father on your own coming to church and just hearing the word ain't gonna get you come on being in the presence of god ain't gonna make you know him you see what i'm saying he say philip was in there year after year and he still didn't know because he wasn't investigating he wasn't inspecting he wasn't observing come on now you have to have a personal relationship with the father come on now that's what he's trying to encourage so you can know for yourself so you won't be getting beat up all the time amen Praise God. That's my word. Y'all got something out of it? Clap. Give it up. Give it up. I'm going to pray over y'all. Lord, we just thank you for the word. We pray that this word Lord I pray that, 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 that the people are motivated Lord that they are inspired to go into that secret place to go into that quiet place and develop an intimate relationship with you precious Lord to to become well acquainted with you precious Lord so so they can have some truth that can stand against the enemy right now precious Lord we pray for for relationships to be strengthened Lord for for people to know you for themselves precious Lord right now Lord and we cast down all all the lies that have been planted right now we uproot every lie that that has been planted in the mind Lord and we declare to be replaced with truth precious Lord we declare every lie to be replaced with truth Lord and we pray right now Lord that people that we all start to observe our experience and become familiar what you're doing so when we're in the trials and tribulations Lord that, that we grow from it Lord that we don't let it beat us down but we look at it as a stepping stool and we learn from it, precious Lord and we apply what we learn so we can become more like you precious Lord in Jesus name amen Thank you for listening to Life Church Podcast. For more information, go to Lifechurchofcolumbia.org.